occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. Hey, welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is a mini-sode. I'm Abby. I'm Kate. We'll be your ghostesses for this short time that you are with us. It's Halloween. Happy Halloween, Happy everyone. Halloween. Spooky day, spooky month, spooky, spooky time. time. Hell yeah. Oh my god, we're so in sync today. Aww. It's because it's uh, Halloween and it's also a full moon, so it's a very, very spooky day. It is. Enjoy all of your spooky fantasies today and today only. No, you can do it whenever you want. <laughs> Don't listen to her. She's a filthy liar. So in the spirit of Halloween, we're going to give you this spooky little episode we're going to be talking about halloweens that we have enjoyed halloweens that we have not enjoyed and little ghost stories that we have experienced well personal ghostly stories okay so kicking us off what is your best halloween costume okay i don't really have like a set costume because when i was a kid i just used to wing it and now i'm an adult i just kind of go as a scary mix but i'm quite good at doing zombie makeup so i usually will go for like a a zombie style thing. Mm-hmm. I'm nice. quite good at DIYing a cool zombie look. Maybe I'll do it sometime for the podcast. Well, no one can see you. I mean, like, this is all audio. I don't know if you're aware. <laughs> she she does her hair and makeup before every single episode. Is that why you're just sat here completely nude? Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> this is this is my Halloween costume. It's it's live. It's terrifying. Live art. Truly. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mr. Krabs without his shell. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kate? What's your best Halloween costume? I don't really have one. Why did you ask this? We, neither of well, us. Well, because have. I thought you might. Well, I always used to go as an extra. Uh huh. What? Yeah, because I couldn't be asked to dress up. Um, I like dressing up, but I never wanted to be bullied. And equally, I'm not very artistic, so I couldn't really do my own. What do you mean by an extra? Well, just like someone that's in TV. <laughs> Or like movies. Are you telling me you just wore normal clothes yeah. and said you were an extra? You're so boring. Why? Pretty much. Or like I would splatter some blood on them and be like, I'm a horror movie extra. Oh, you're one of those people. I tell you what though, big brain for a little kid. I just used Halloween as an excuse for an own clothes day. It was wonderful. Fair enough. I, I can't stand when people wear those t-shirts and they're like, this is my Halloween costume. Sorry if you're one of those people, but I can't, I can't vibe with that. Go hard or go home. Try at least a bit, please. Okay, well, we get it. You're, <laughs> you're a Halloween elitist. We get it. I'm the Halloween queen and you're all... <laughs> so let's hear your Halloween fails. My Halloween fails? Yeah, so that we can all feel a bit better about ourselves for wearing a t-shirt because we can't be asked to be bullied. It's not bullying. Just do some dark, scary eyes and say you're a skeleton. Anything else. That's even worse, I feel like. It's just the t-shirt. Because that's like there was an effort made, but not quite enough. It's a pet peeve. I'm not going to bully you if you do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it this Halloween. I'm going to do it today. Don't. Do not. My When I was a kid, my mom used to do this thing where she would... She did it for my sister as well. She would let us go as a witch, but she would just cut armholes and a head hole out of a bin bag <laughs> to let it look like a witch dress, whatever that looks like. And then she would get a, we had a cheap witch hat that we would wear. And there was a nose that went with it, like a string nose. But I never wore that because it was sweaty. But I also had these fake 
fingers. Sorry, can can we just wait? I feel like we're straying too far from the bin bag. I'm just imagining. Wait, give me two seconds. Your friends and family were there, like, oh, where's Abby? ASMR. Oh, there she is. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. It was pretty um, humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Well, she just wanted to save some cash, you know? Nothing and scarier than taking the trash out. Ooh. It's true. But yeah, she just wanted to save some cash. And I guess it looked okay, but it probably didn't. Everyone else had nice costumes and I was there in a, an actual black sack. But but yeah. you had scary gloves on? Oh, no, they weren't gloves. They were individual fingers that you'd put over your fingers. And they were green and they had long fingernails. Oh, yeah. That sounds- One of them is taped to the wreath my mum made me on our door. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I used to wear those. They were really big for me because I was a child. The joy. We'll put that photo up <laughs> for Halloween. And then I grew out of that costume and I was like, Mum, I refuse to wear this. You grew out of a bin bag, is what you're telling me. I was just like, I can't be dealing with this anymore. It's not happening. So she was like, okay, you can go and get your own costume with your pocket money. So I was like, sure. So I went to, um, can we say brand names on this? Just avoid it. A shop that sounds like Schmazda. And I <laughs> got a werewolf costume but it was i was a 12 year old girl and i'm 5'3 now so i was not very big and i bought a men's werewolf costume which consisted of uh one piece uh i don't know it was one piece sort of cargo pants and like a lumberjack style plaid shirt and then big obviously huge because men's gloves um, they were like hairy and you know brown and looked like a werewolf type thing, and then a huge werewolf mask, but like mm-hmm. a plasticky one that covered your entire head. <laughs> so I thought I looked sick because I did, you know, fair mm-hmm. enough. But what I didn't realize is that first of all it was going to be huge, and also it was going to be really really sweaty. So then when I went trick or treating, I the sweat was so bad that it was like dripping off of my face. Oh God! And my hands because it was so hot in there, oh, that's even awful. on. Yeah, even on the October evening, so I had to take it off and just put it in my trick-or-treat bag with the gloves. So then when I knocked people's doors... <laughs> you they... just did lumberjack? Yeah, when I knocked people's doors, they were looking at me and they were like... Because my friends were like, oh, I'm a witch. I'm a goblin. And I was just like... I'm here to chop your tree. I'm a a boy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just me, but in flannel, you know, like... <laughs> the same and then they were like oh what are you and i had to be like i'm a wolf and put the hat back on every single time that someone would ask which is like whenever you open the door because you know people want to be interested in your costumes yeah if they're giving you free sweets they want to at least get the joy of knowing what you are yeah so it was it was quite sad i had to deal with the sweaty head or deal with people just thinking that i was dressed poorly for halloween the uh the werewolf gloves remind me of my most awful halloween adventure ever Please tell me. So I was in the Girl Guides. Represent. Guide. Life forever. <laughs> guide dogs. Unite. Um, and we had a night where we had to dress up. And like, you know, it was all Halloween. It was, you know, spooky. We gathered around the campfire. And um, because we had room for a fire at my guide hut, luckily. And we're having a great time. I went as werewolf, wore my little werewolf gloves. You know, they were they weren't the ones with real hair on though. They were just kind of the plastic ones that like had the indentations to look like hair. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't on that level. I had real hair on mine. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> real human hair on mine. <laughs> so mine were just plastic. And I was having a great time roasting my marshmallows, you know, and we would like do this thing where it's the best ever. 
you get like an orange um and then you would open up the orange chuck in like a bunch of chocolate into the middle oh wrap it all in tinfoil and just chuck it into the fire that sounds really good yeah and then you would get it out at the end and it would be like a chocolatey orangey deliciousness you know what i'm doing tonight in in the <laughs> setting a fire in the flat <laughs> so i did that you could do it with a banana as well but like only the losers did that sorry i would have done that oh yuck because <laughs> you have to split it in. anyway so i did that and i was getting my uh my orange out at the end you kind of got it out with your foot and then like rolled it with your hand and um then I tried to take my gloves off to eat my orange. Um, except oh, when no. I when I tried to do that, I realized that the heat had basically hot glued them to my skin. So then I was stuck in werewolf hands. Is that why you still have werewolf hands to this day? <laughs> it is in fact why I still have werewolf hands. But it was horrible. It was the worst Halloween mistake I have ever made and will ever make. Truly. Gosh, yeah, mine that's worse than mine. That yeah. has physical pain. And yeah. Mine was just kind of embarrassing a little bit. <laughs> oh, and then another time, like two years ago, I tried to try contact lenses for the first time ever because I was like, oh, that looks so rad. I don't mind touching my eye. Abby also tried it, but she can't physically can't touch her eyes. I ended up crying in the bathroom. <laughs> having a panic for, attack. For like a good 40 minutes, yeah. Yeah, but I was like, oh, this is fine. Except it kept folding and then it wasn't wet enough and then just a whole bunch of stuff happened. And then I got them in, wore them. I was like, uh... Uh, if anyone's seen Drag Race, like Sharon Needles, where she's had the injection thing. It was super cool. Anyway, and then the next morning I woke up with a crack and migraine because does tell you to only wear them for a couple hours. But I was like, Psh, what do they know? They don't know me. You should really listen to those. Oh, yeah. When always. dealing with, you know, squidginess eyeball. Yeah. Abide by the uh, package instructions for everything. They don't just tell you things for fun. I thought it was just a bit boring. So, so when you're looking like a, a bin baggy witch, what do you normally do? I, well, when I was a bin baggy witch, <laughs> I was trick-or-treating, obviously. I stopped doing that when I was about 14, though, because I started getting a bit old for it or thinking that I was a bit old for it. You're never too old for trick-or-treating. True. But I started getting a bit like, that's for kids, you know? Yeah. But now that I'm um older... Now that you're old, decrepit. Now that I'm ancient, I like at the grand old age of 23, <laughs> I like to watch scary movies, cop a pumpkin, have a few beers or some spooky cocktails, you know. Fair. What I like to do the most is have a Halloween party and dress up, but obviously we can't do that this year. So yeah. I will be sticking with my original plan of watching spooky movies and having a few beers. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah, my family doesn't really celebrate Halloween. No, mine either. I'm just the spooky one. So they all just go, okay, you go and do whatever. So I'm just by myself like, woo. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, We just get snacks in for trick-or-treaters. And I used to go trick-or-treating as a kid, obviously. But yeah, they're not very spooky. Now I just eat a lot of snacks and watch scary films as well. It's the premium experience. Speaking of scary films, right? If you could pick three scary films to watch on Halloween, only three, what would you pick? Halloween, obviously, the original one, 1978, I believe. Scream, the first one. Mm -hmm. Because no one's out here like Scream 2 is my favourite Scream. Yeah, Scream. And does it have to be like scary or can it be like spooky? No, it's fine. Because I would either pick Jennifer's Body or Shaun of the Dead. You have to pick one. I've told you three. Shaun of the Dead, because that is one of my favourite films. I do like it. 
though. But Jenna's body is such a good film. It is. When she sets her tongue alight. Incredible. Amazing. <laughs> the highlight of the whole film. <laughs> For me, it's got to be Sinister. It scares me every time. That's a really good film. It's honestly so scary. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It was the first scary movie I actually watched ever, which was a big mistake. I cried. It was all a lot. Oh, wow. Very intense. Um, Zombieland. Great comfort film. Love it. It's got the right amount of like gore and suspense, as well as just being a good laugh. Really, really nice time. And then Final Destination 3. Hear me out. That's very specific. Why Why 3? Yeah, because Final Destination 1 was great. It was fine, you know. 2, eh, lacked a bit. Not very memorable. 3, they really got everything together. Fair enough. They really, they did a good job. It's not super scary, no. But is it creative? Does it make you cringe every time someone dies? Yes. It's so elaborate. So good. Fair enough. 10 out of 10. Fair enough. Okay, so now that we've bored you with our personal <laughs> personal Halloweens, um, so that you may enjoy your Halloween more, here's stories of our suffering. Yay. You want to kick us off with a personal scary story? Okay, well, I don't have as many as you do. But I did live with you in our first year of uni. Well, I've lived with you since first year of uni. But we lived uh, on the top floor of a flat, I guess it was. It was a townhouse. It was like a townhouse, yeah. But everyone had like a room in the flat, basically. And you had like a shared commons area. I don't know shared what you would call it. Shared kitchen and living room. Yeah. Or lounge. But we were on the top floor. We, we shared a wall. So we were like next door to each other. You're explaining this so poorly, right? There are four bedrooms on every floor. We were on the third floor. There were 12 people in the house altogether. There were two on each side of the house. Abby and I shared one side of the house. She had a room next to me. So we shared one wall between us. We didn't just share a wall. That wasn't our whole uni experience. It was just me and you on the wall again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm really <laughs> poor at explaining. Yeah, I'm glad that you know. Here I am on my podcast where I explain stuff. Anyway, so... Lots of spooky stuff would happen because our house was very haunted, but only really, I don't know whether we just noticed whether it was worse for us or whether nobody else said anything because I have, our housemates did mention it the next year. Like they were like, this is haunted. And I was like, that was definitely haunted, but they didn't really like talk about it at the time, but it was all very spooky. We would sit in our rooms and they had like a little what's it called a peephole to see outside yeah, a keyhole what you put your eye through to see who's there eye hole yeah it had eye holes the door <laughs> the door too and then you would just widen your eyes and look left to right like in those horrifying <laughs> haunted mansion paintings. like in the clock yeah <laughs> i would love one of those i would not anyway we had those and the lights were motion sensor Except the people who lived on our floor didn't really leave their rooms very much. And when we did, we would hear them, obviously. Yeah, one of them hated literally every single one of us in the house and would just stay in her room on her phone to the parents. Yeah, and the other one would go out quite often. Yeah, so. The other one was always partying, so... Yeah, you kind of knew who was who was there on the floor with us. And Kate and I would hang out pretty much all the time together in one of our rooms. So we would sit in the room and the motion lights, like the sensor light, would just come on randomly throughout the night. But no one would be there, which was very spooky. Yeah, we'd check through the keyhole and just be like, what's going on? Like, who's here? Who's up at like 3 a.m.? And no one was the answer. No one. Also, something else very spooky is that we would hear singing a lady's voice. No, you say we. I did not. 
I heard it, but I also spoke to a few housemates because I thought it was them, obviously, as you would. Uh, it was no one. It was like haunting, echoey singing, but of no words, just like a, I'm not going to do it, but just like a haunting like melody. Sort of. Yeah, just a, a little melody. And I was like, oh, that's pleasant. And then I realized it was 1am and I was like, it's less pleasant. And then when I found out that no one said that they did it, I was like, oh, extremely less pleasant. I don't think I want to live here anymore. <laughs> I'm leaving right now. I'm on my way out currently. Also, the electricity would trip out in mine and Kate's room specifically. It, so we had like a mains plug that turned on all electricity in the room. Is that how you'd like describe it? It was like a switch. Yeah, it was like instead of a like a fuse board, we had a fuse switch for the room. Yeah, like every room had a switch, so you could turn it off when you went home for the holidays, should you want to. But for whatever reason. You didn't really need to. They would just turn it off over like the summer, I presume, to save electricity. Yeah. But we went in, when we moved in, and turned them all on, obviously, so we could use stuff. And I went into my room, and I... It was already on. You know, I would never have never turned it off because why would you? There's literally no point. And I turned on my hairdryer and I was just drying my hair after a shower and then it just cut off and I was like, oh, that's weird. It must be broken. So I moved the plug to check if that plug worked and it didn't. And I was like, okay. And then I realized that the lamps had went off and I was like, spooky, why? And then I realized that the, the mains thing had been switched off. Yeah, but it didn't turn off like... When you had too much on, because we yeah. had like the TVs, the lights, the jukebox, we had like a lot of stuff on, and it was fine. So it wasn't like it just tripped by Abby drying her hair because she did yeah. that. Like, well, it was like a full, like a proper. If you imagine like a light switch, it was like a thick light switch, so you would have had to push it off. Yeah, there was no way it could have just flicked off by itself. Yeah, it was heavy duty stuff. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, Ah, <laughs> someone. That was here. it. The singing. It was me just going, ah. Yeah, and I think you had a similar experience with that. Like, yours was switched off as well. I did, yeah. I wasn't... I can't even remember what I was doing. I think I was sitting in my room doing some work for once. And everything just went off. And I was like, oh. And then I didn't know if we were having a power cut. Because power cuts are quite common uh, where I used to live. Because we're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, so I went out, like, onto the, the main landing bit. And the light still came on. And then I checked with Abby and she was absolutely fine. Then I went back into my room and then, yeah, the the mains switch had just been turned off. Yeah, like someone had turned it off. That really freaked me out because it was like, okay, if something's out there, that's fine. But it's not in my bedroom, so it doesn't matter. But then at that point, mm -hmm. I was like, it wasn't even, you know, the other two you could explain. Like, maybe it was just someone who didn't want to tell me they were singing, I guess. Even yeah, though... maybe someone was embarrassed about yeah, singing. Or it was embarrassed like the same... about, like, where it was a motion sense light, maybe one of our... <clears throat> two other housemates did get up in the night but they had to like explosively shit like maybe you wouldn't want to tell us why you'd got up but yeah it was just you could i guess explain it but no one had been in my room i locked it i just had a shower you know no one's gonna come in after i'm like ugly and nude in the middle of the room well also no one really came into the rooms anyway unless you left your door open but where we were on the top floor no one really came in anyway Oh, no one ever passed up our stairs. Yeah, it was like the bottom two floors or whatever, you, you know, you you would walk past to go to your room. But when we were on our floor, no one would ever need to go there. It ever. was up 48 stairs. No one could be asked. Yeah, you only went there if like, I was like, can someone really help me unlodge the window or something? That yeah. kind of thing. It wasn't just a place you'd, you'd casually visit. 
So that was very spooky, and it felt like definitely strange, mm-hmm. more strange than the other two. Also, when I was in bed, I had the overwhelming fear of doom, which I think was the scariest thing because that's Abby realizing she has anxiety. I've I've known I have anxiety for years. <laughs> this was not like that, and I've never felt anything similar. And I've been around other ghostly presences, I guess. And things like that, but it's never been the way that it was. It felt so when I would go to sleep at night, especially when when Kate would like stay in my room because she was like having bad dreams or whatever, and I'm her mother. <laughs> I would, mum, I've had a bad dream. I would be trying to go to sleep, and it would just feel like the room was very, very heavy, and there was like a presence in the corner. You know, like someone was stood there. Like you can kind of feel the energy of someone in the room, mm. just sort of looking at you without like you know when someone looks at you and you know that they are even though you can't see them mm-hmm. like that but like they wanted to get me or something and i at no point had i been scared before because everything else just kind of felt like oh that's a bit weird or it maybe if it is haunted it's okay it's not a big deal but yeah, that well, you're felt trying very... to explain stuff away don't you yeah but also i'm i'm open to believing in everything so i was just yeah. like oh that's okay you know if we have a ghost whatever you know they're just messing with me but that, that felt not very scary. No, that felt like to the point where they felt like the room was vibrating because it felt so heavy. And I just started like having a drink of alcohol to go help me go to sleep because otherwise I just could not go to sleep because it was just so scary. It just felt just awful. And I've never had it since anywhere I've ever been. And it wasn't all the time, but just sometimes if I went to bed quite late, I just felt like someone was just staring at me and it was really horrible. It's weird because I didn't have that when I was in your room or when I was in my room. I never had that. Yeah, I only had it maybe like five times, maybe ten. But I remember going home for the the holidays and staying with my family in my old room and being like, thank God I can just go to sleep here and not have to worry about, you know... I should have a drink or I should go for a run or just something to make me really tired so that I fall asleep quickly because it was not very nice. I don't think I've ever seen you run. You know what I mean. <laughs> trying to sound healthy. I was trying to paint the picture so I didn't have to be like, I would drink every night to go to sleep. <laughs> Abby's crippling alcoholism. That's not true. But yeah, it was it was a very scary time. And when you were staying there that time, you heard the, the three thumps, if you want to mention that. Yes. So one time that I was like, Mom, I've had a bad dream. <laughs> Went and stayed in with Abby. Um, she had passed out because obviously she would <laughs> just face the wall and fall asleep as quickly as she could. So she didn't have to deal with the fear. Um, and I just, for some reason, I think I'd fallen asleep and then I'd woken up or I couldn't get to sleep. And... I was like, something doesn't feel right, you know? Yeah. And then, like I said, we shared a wall from my side of the wall. Now, bear in mind, my door was locked because I was not in the room and I didn't want anyone to get my stuff because there was loads of stuff in my room, even though no one came upstairs. Precautions. And then I just heard these three thumps from my side of the wall, like big horror movie thumps. Yeah, like someone was in your room. Like someone was slowly knocking, but with like their whole fist, you know? They were like trying to get in. And I was like, I'm going to (laughs) die. 
it was horrifying it was the worst and then abby wouldn't wake up and i was like oh god like am i going insane or am i literally about to be killed by a demon what is going on my subconscious was like i've had enough of this your subconscious was like do not wake up hon yeah just stay asleep right now because i was having a bad time i just could not sleep ever so i'm glad that i slept through that because i wouldn't have slept at all just awful i was so scared i think i cried because i was like what do i do because there was no other noise like we were at the end of a block so it wasn't even like the next door on the other side or anything you couldn't hear the others from the other side of the house i.e the two other roommates on our floor you could not hear them yeah they were opposite we didn't share a wall with those yeah it was from my room and i was just like no this is this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life it was very very scary yeah and i was underprepared to deal with ghosty stuff at the time me too and i'd just gone to uni i just wanted to do work and take naps you know yeah i just wanted to get up early maybe meditate you know have a nice time learn psychology psych now you have to <laughs> now you have to exercise your uni hell yeah so that was a very spooky time and then we left and it didn't bother us again yeah but directly outside our house in first year so obviously all of this scary stuff had gone on so we were looking up like ghosts in lancaster uni like (laughs) good god some explanation please yeah exactly anything to try and explain this away so directly outside our house in first year there was an old memorial plaque for elizabeth nelson yeah we found this it was like under a shrub one time we were heading to the the bar that was just near our house and we were like huh what's that oh we were like oh something something you know is being memoried what's that called remembered yeah like maybe this shrub is like built for someone yeah so elizabeth nelson was 31 years old and a servant to mr wally's richmond house in lancaster she was murdered on january 11th 1866 at 5 30 oh sorry at around 5 30 so at 5 30 she left the house to deliver a letter um she delivered it at 6 15 the recipient of the letter was probably the last person to see Elizabeth alive, apart from her murderer. At around 8pm, it started snowing. 9am the next morning, a local farmer found Elizabeth's body partially covered in snow. She'd been sexually assaulted and strangled to death. And still to this day, nobody knows who murdered Elizabeth Nelson. Yeah, so apparently where we lived used to just be woodlands back in this time. And she was murdered where they... So they they put the plaque where they found her body, which was um, basically on our doorstep. Yeah. So it's likely that she died right there. Which kind of leads us to believe maybe that was... It's probably Lizzie hanging out. That was the cause of the spooks. But obviously we don't know that for sure. But it's nice to have, I guess, some knowledge. Yeah. I mean, anything. it didn't really help, but it was good to know. Yeah. Knowledge is power. So, moving on to my house now, not the flat that we're currently in, the house that I just moved from. So, I moved into my old house, it's my family house, in 2010. Before we moved in, there was a man, Fred, and his mother living there. She was Rose. She, unfortunately, died in the house, just of old age. And when we moved in, my mom didn't tell me this because she hates me. (laughs) Anyway, in her later years, Rose was unable to do the stairs in the house because they are super steep. So she just stayed downstairs. A few years after moving in, we would hear smashing glass. And I don't know if you experienced this. I didn't. When I lived, I lived with Kate's family for about a year. Yeah. 
but you we would search everywhere because me and my mom would hear it because we would just be like in the dining room or something and we would be like who was smashed a glass um and you were upstairs one time and i was like abby have you smashed something and you were like no why and then i asked my dad nothing and we were searching around like maybe one just smashed in the cupboard for no reason nothing so that was weird we would also see something out of the corner of our eyes but when we looked there was nothing there and obviously you grow to know your house yeah so it wasn't just like a coat or like the way the house was which was a bit freaky you say that but every time i see like a pillow or something on our couch i think it's a cat yeah but we just moved here true yeah we've been here for three weeks true that's it okay as well as this a few years ago one of my friends was living with us for a while and she straight up just saw an old woman stood in the doorway that's terrifying yeah not really because i'm sure she was just sweet but i know she was sweet because i lived there but to see like a stranger completely definitely well yeah luckily rose was super nice wasn't malevolent but yeah and it was kind of so we added on a bit of renovation at the back of the house um but rose was stood i'm presuming it was rose unless we've got multiple old ladies inhabiting that house that squad yeah (laughs) granny squad but she was in the doorway of where the house used to end right so it would make sense um and she wouldn't there were no sightings upstairs um and nothing in the new renovation of the house it was literally just where the old house downstairs was interesting yeah did you ever have anything weird with those um i did a few times i remember we were downstairs in your little extension bit quite late I think we were having a few drinks. I promise I don't drink that much. Yeah, but- right? All you've done is like, I like drinking beer on Halloween. I would drink myself to sleep. Anyway, we were drinking this. <laughs> it's just coincidence. Like, I'm fine. Anyway, we, it was, we were just staying up late. I think we were. it was a party or something. I don't know. I lived there for a whole year. It could have been anything. Mm-hmm. But I remember it was quite late and we heard, I, I heard footsteps downstairs in the house, but your parents were asleep upstairs. And I mentioned it to you and you went, oh, it's just the old lady who lives here. And I was like, okay, Yeah, that's Rose fine. didn't really bother me. Yeah, it didn't bother me. It was just like, someone's here. And you were like, oh, no, it's okay. It's just... <laughs> that's fine. It's just the sweet ghost. Um, I also had, when we were doing a Zoom quiz earlier this year, back when those were happening with everyone. Throwback to those. Uh, someone definitely touched me on my shoulder, which really spooked me because... Uh, no one was there. I thought it was your dad, but it was not. No one. It was no one. Was, I was like, "Oh, hey, oh, 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 you want to join the quiz?" Was that in the living room? In the front room, in the front of the house. Yeah. Oh, because I had I was playing Xbox one time, I think, and I saw someone. Um, so the passageway would have been next to me on the left and there was a mirror on the right where you could see I guess whoever was walking past you you could see them if you look left but I was playing a game and I saw out of the corner of my eye in the mirror that someone had walked uh, like a figure was walking past me but I couldn't I didn't see anything to my left and then when I sort of called everyone to be like where are you going Abby was upstairs and my parents were right at the back of the house in the new renovated bit yeah so and very spooky that was it apart from that we had a cat so <laughs> i don't think it was him walking on two legs he's grown to be tall i also had a sweet experience where i lost 
You know when iPhone did that really dumb thing where they took the, the headphone hole out of the yes. iPhone and replaced it and now you have to use an adapter. Anyway, I'd lost my adapter and it was very annoying because I needed to use it to, you know, listen to anything. Listen to really cool uh, paranormal podcasts. This one. And, <laughs> and I was like so annoyed because I I just lost it and I was looking everywhere and I was so mad and I the bed was made the room was clean like I'd looked everywhere and I was like literally where is my thing so I was sat on my bed and I was like oh man like I like I said like I said talk to myself sometimes god this is making me sound bad I was like yeah right you're an alcoholic that talks to yourself I was like she I promise she's not she is fine no you know when just sometimes you get angry and you're like where have I put that mm. I was just saying like where have I put that like I need it to listen to stuff where have i put it and then i was like okay i'm just gonna take a little break and come back to it because otherwise i'm just gonna get really annoyed so i went to the toilet i made a cup of tea i came back and i sat on the bed and right in the middle of the freshly made bed was the adapter and i was like uh, horrified at first because i was like <laughs> um who's put that there because i didn't tell your parents that i needed it and they would have surely would have just been like oh here you go abby your thing you left it probably downstairs yeah well they wouldn't have come up and into the room and they wouldn't have come in my room, of course. So I was just like, okay. And then I was just like, okay, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Whoever. This was really sweet. Bless her. It was really nice. And then after I I kept losing stuff, I would be like, hey, <laughs> could you help the guy out? <laughs> if you know where I put my hairbrush, can you just let me know? Just chuck it where you used to chuck uh, the other things. That would be really great. Thanks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not the only haunted house I've lived in as well. Like as a side note. Um, because I used to have imaginary friends called Gingham and Tip. Those are such Victorian orphan names. Right? I've literally written here. I don't know what kid knows those Victorian ass names, but I did and they were my friends. Yeah, my imaginary friend was called Ben. So I don't know where you're getting Tip and Gingham from. Right? <laughs> uh, also, I'm pretty sure I remember an old woman hanging out with me by the oak tree at the bottom of the garden while I dug for treasure. That's spooky. Hey, what's a what's a little light haunting between friends? <laughs> <laughs> so also, the pub that I used to work in. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I no longer work there. Hooray! But I used to work in a pub for a good couple of years, and it used to be a charnel house. Again, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before, but basically, it meant that the town used to store their dead in the cellar because it was colder than everywhere else. So the pub had a few ghosts in. One of whom was really overweight and they would always try and squeeze behind you while you were unloading the dishwasher. So like you would be pushed into the dishwasher. Oh, that's really spooky. Yeah. But then like you turn around to be like, can you not do that? <laughs> Dealing with the dishwasher. Um, But there was no one there. Oh. Yeah. And like all of the staff had that. That was just something that. Did would... you have that? Yeah. Wow. You never told me about that. Yeah. Everyone had it. It was just kind of just like, oh, there it is again. As well as that, there was a child. They phoned my manager before. I do not want to deal with child ghosts. She missed the call, but saw she had a voicemail from a withheld number. So she listened to it and was like, you like spooky stuff, right? And I was like, yes, I in fact do a brilliant podcast called Myths Magical Murder. Um, and she gave me her phone and I shit you not, it was the scariest voicemail I've ever listened to. It was like heavy breathing. But not like you've butt dialed someone heavy breathing, like you're a creep heavy breathing. And then far off children's laughter. That's, I think, my worst nightmare besides the one I had last night. 
that's it. That's the, that's the biggest fear I have. Yeah. Child ghosts. And it lasted for like just over a minute and then went dead. It wasn't like someone picked up their phone because they realized they butt dialed or whatever. It just went dead. Oh, we shouldn't have recorded this at night. <laughs> and we also had another ghost that was caught literally just after I'd left, luckily. Um, it was caught on CCTV messing around with like the lights and the alarm. So we had the lights all on one sort of big box just behind the bar mm-hmm. and like you could see the light switches flicking and they weren't easy to flick because they were old so they were kind of like and they were covered in beer and stuff so they were sticky so they were like flicking and you could see the lights coming on in the pub on the cctv but no one was there oh i hate that yeah it was like early hours of the morning um and my other manager lived just upstairs so he was like what is going on because he could hear like the alarm beeping but no one was there Ooh. Yeah. And that is it for my life has been horribly haunted. Join us next time. <laughs> I don't I don't I'm gonna think about the child ghost while I'm gonna sleep. Happy Halloween, everyone. Oh. Hope you guys have a great one. If you have any cool Halloween times, let us know. We would love to hear it. Also, if you've been haunted by eight billion ghosts like we have, then let us know. Yeah, we would love to hear your stories. Also, if you could follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MythsMagicPod, then we can catch up with you on there, especially Instagram as our main platform, and then Facebook, and then Twitter exists, but you know. Uh, yeah, and you can go to MythsMagicMiddle.com and click on the merch button if you want to grab some cool merch, or you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash MythsMagicMurder. Over on Patreon, we've got a bunch of different tiers. We don't have any tears. Sorry, that was just a big old Halloween lie. (laughs) We have nothing on there. No, we have extra episodes. We've got a merch discount. We've got sort of pre-release info on our episodes and enjoyment. And you know that you've helped us and you really have helped us because we don't get paid for this. We do not. So we are running from everything you give us to try and keep our podcast going because podcasts are pretty expensive also if you've got any haunted happenings terrifying tales or spooky stories you can email those over to us on mythsmagicandmurder at gmail.com also if you want to give us a review on itunes (laughs) you want to give us a review on itunes we would really appreciate that well now that we've talked your absolute ears off go enjoy halloween and on this one day you can listen before bed We can. Oh my god, thanks. (laughs)